went home and I was getting ready for tonight. And of course, I don't want to do this without God. So I said, God, what's on the agenda for tonight? Because I don't know. God, I want you, I, know, I feel like you want to birth something in us tonight. But, but what is that thing you're trying to get to us? You know, we've cried out for the blind Bartimaeus anointing. That one will just cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. We've, we've asked for the woman with the issue of blood anointing. That one will just press through a crowd. But as I was pulling in tonight, God says, I want to birth the spirit of the lame man. Huh. You go, why would you want to birth the spirit of a lame man? Because he sat outside of the doors of the church asking for change. You think he was begging for money, but he wanted a difference to happen on the inside of him. And he went to the place that he should have gotten it, but didn't get it until Peter and James came along and they said, silver and gold have I not, but what I do have, rise, be healed. And the Bible says that he ran into the synagogue and let loose. Uh, Pastor, God, what, God, what do you mean by the spirit of the lame man? He said, I'm, I'm ready for them to let loose in the house again. I'm ready for them to strip off the garments of heaviness, the garments of worry, the garments of doubt, the garments of confusion. You know, that weighty stuff that we carry. I'll use it like this. The other day I was, I was inside of Walmart and, and they have this thing called a weighted blanket. You know what a weighted blanket is? A weighted blanket is supposed to relieve anxiety in people when they sleep. When was weight ever required to relieve the pressures of existence? But yet we've adapted to the culture of being under anxiety rather than being free in the things of God. When will we strip off the garments of heaviness and trade them out for the garments of praise? When will you tear off and say, you know what, I'm done playing quiet church. I'm, I'm done walking in and lifting my hands halfway and saying, oh God, please. But I'm going to stretch up as high as I can go and saying, God, I'm come to lose my mind tonight. I've come to grab a hold of everything you've got. Father, touch me. not a song to be sung for a future date that song is a presentation of the vessel in this moment God Jesus change everything right now I'm not leaving until I get it I'm not walking out of this place till I get a fresh anointing I'm not walking out of this place until my cup overfloweth and whatever I've got to do to get it I'll do it tonight done with the trickling misty feel good soaking church it is time that you let go and let God do his greatest work in you yeah but pastor it might make me uncomfortable amen thank God because if you stay comfortable you'll stay right where you are 
You'll stay in the same place, the same position, doing the same stuff next week. And God says, I did not come into your life to keep rebirthing what I did last week, but to birth something brand new on the inside of you. But you've got to want it. Jesus, you change everything tonight. Lift your hands. And I said that in this moment, you'd come running. But I felt like I needed to tell you in this moment, the altar is open. surrender yourself right now don't surrender your stuff surrender you stop bringing problems to God and bring your vessel to God let him he'll fix the problems he just wants the vessel give him your vessel
night. Revival night. What will wake up on the inside of you tonight? I was just yelling because I like to yell but that's the way I hear it that's the way I hear it right now I hear the sound of a cry in the middle of your wilderness crying out wake up wake up you've slept long enough you've slumbered long enough and God says I have work for you to do God says, tonight I have work for you to do. Your days of sleeping are over. It is time to wake up the warrior on the inside of you and step up and step out. For the Spirit of God says, you are not broken. You are not downtrodden. You are not dismayed. You are not rejected. You are not abandoned. You are the righteousness of your Father who sits in heaven and calls you his own. Stop looking down at the ground and lift up your head and lift up your hands and lift up your voice and wake up. Woo. Every hand lifted, every hand lifted, every hand of God. Jesus, help us. Holy Ghost. carrying can you just let it go stop making it your boyfriend stop making it your girlfriend stop making it your spouse stop making it your bed buddy let it go I'm sorry somebody hurt you I'm sorry somebody didn't treat you right I'm sorry somebody didn't say it right let it go it has nothing to do with what God wants to do in you song and never change you can hear every scripture and never change the difference between hearing is when you let it down deep into you and let it begin to do its work
God tells me to do. Okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm not trying to do this to convict, but I need to ask a question. Does God really have your life? I got to be honest. We say that too easy. God, you have my life. Yet when he doesn't do what we want him to do, we take it back. God, I give you my life, but not for this time. Dwayne, hand me my iPad sitting in my my chair. I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like I have to. Last night or yesterday afternoon, I was writing and I was listening to a song and and God began to lay something on my heart. And, And I'll be honest with you, I... I broke when I wrote this, and I, I love to write. Writing is, my, writing is my outlet. It is the place where I dwell the best. And, 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 and I wrote this because I literally could hear God saying this to me while I was sitting in my office. And I'm going to share this with you because God told me, he said, you're going to have to share this because it's not just a word for you. This is a word for everyone. It says this. It says, Brian, I'm holding on to your heart. Not, not the abilities, not the craftsmanship of your hands, just your heart. I've been holding on to your heart all of this time. That struggle that you feel in moments is not your inability to perform, but the battle that is raging for nothing more than just your heart. The place where you give me the best of you. The place where your compassion resides and your pain subsides. The place that I spent time with you in your molecular state. The place that I whispered my dreams to you in hopes that one day you would choose to walk them out. The place not where your physical life is sustained, but where the fullness of your creation comes into effect. Yes, there is a battle. There is a battle that has been raging, but it has never been for your mortality, but just for your heart. I made that heart and placed it in you. No one else has it. It is not to be compared to anyone else's. It is not to be shopped around to the highest bidder. It is not to be traded or bartered. No one, and I mean no one, can fulfill the heart that I've given you but you. Yes, I'm holding on to your heart. Why did you say that? Because I think we make a move of God about everything else but the place that he dwells the best. Well, if I worship good enough, God will move on my behalf. He'll fix me. Everything that you need from God rests in the fact of whether or not you'll let him come into your heart. Stop asking him to fill your fingers. Stop asking him to fill your pockets. Stop asking him to heal your body. Say, God, will you just come dwell in me? Because if I can give you enough space to dwell in me, everything else will work according. I think we've missed it. We've eliminated what God came to do. God came to dwell in the hearts of men and women. That's what the Bible says. He came to dwell in the hearts of his children. He came to dwell. He did. He, yes, he, come to, he came to set the captives free. And yes, he came to do, do all these great things. But unfortunately, he had to do all these things so that they would follow him. You're following. What does he have to do now? Just dwell. So that when you sing a song like Jesus, you change everything. It's a moment that is now, but it is also a lifestyle that you live. God with you, everything changes. Jesus, you change everything. So when I'm tired and I'm worn out, and I don't know how I'm going to make it tomorrow, and I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills, I don't know how it's all going to make it sense. 
but my marriage is falling apart and it seems like my kids are running away. When I wake up in bot, sick in body and my body's in pain. When I'm alone, sorrow fills my soul. Don't declare that chains break and fear falls here now if Jesus can't change your everything. It is very hard to declare freedom of a captivity if you still desire to remain captive. Jesus, you get to change everything in me. Can I ask you a question? Is your book full of writings or is it blank pages so he can write his best masterpiece? I shared this with somebody the other day. I don't know what tomorrow looks like. I don't even care what tomorrow looks like. Pastor, what about the future? I don't care. God, whatever you want to write on the tablet of my heart, write it. God, I give up the pen. I give you back your eraser <laughs> or the eraser I created because you don't write things you do have to erase God I didn't like that part I don't like that part I don't like that part God write right on the tablets of my heart change the storyline if you want to I'll read page 72 tomorrow I'll read 73 the next day. I won't skip ahead. I won't look to the back of the book so I can try to figure out how the story ends. I just want you to write on the tablets of my heart today. Ah, yes, Lord. I feel this. I feel this very heavy. And, and, and I need you, because I feel like this is almost for everybody in the room. Just lift your hands for a second because I feel like I have to say this. Ask God to erase. Oh, Jesus. What you think your future looks like. Ask Him. God, erase whatever I've created. Remove whatever I've made up. Whatever I've said over myself, whatever I've spoken in public or amongst other people that might have been contrary to your plan and your, your purpose, God, I erase what I think is going to be my future, what I've made up to be my future, and let me walk into whatever it is you have for me. Watch this. <laughs> I'll use my mama because she's in the room. You know what the story doesn't have in it? Rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But the world and the doctors and the reports would tell you that's the future. So you just have to carry the load. And so what happens is it bleeds over from page to page. And you keep flipping pages. Going, God, I just needed to... It doesn't have 
It's not a page turner. It might have been written at a moment of your existence, but it doesn't have to be on the page for tomorrow. How many of us wake up tomorrow with expectations of what will carry over to the next day rather than waking up knowing that his mercies are new every morning? It's the same thing for you. You don't have to wake up tomorrow hurt, in pain, without, fearful, doubt, in worry, whatever it might be. You can leave this place tonight knowing that tomorrow morning there is a brand new page that will be written, will be written by God himself over your life. Just wake up and enjoy it. Somebody asked me, what? Well, my wife and I talk about everything. What's the schedule? I don't even know. I, I, I got plans, but I don't know what those plans are. So I said, Pastor, what's your five-year goal? I don't have one. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't want to tell God what my five years look like. I want him to tell me what tomorrow looks like. This is that thing where you say, Jesus, you change everything. Because I'm not going to carry over tomorrow what you're trying to crucify in me today. Right where you stand, right where you stand, because I feel like I've, I've hit something. Right where you stand, will you find that thing that you've been carrying over, letting it bleed over from page to page? Find out whatever that is, and for the next however few minutes, will you right here while the worship team continues to play, will you hand that thing over to God? Will you relinquish it tonight? Revival will break free when we stop carrying loads we were never meant to carry. I need you to lay it down tonight. Right where you stand, don't go back to your seat, don't walk out the room, just right where you are, just lay it down. Everybody in this room, because I've got some stuff right now. I'm going to go and pray with God right now. I'm going to go before the Father right now. I hope you do the same thing. Lay it down. Lay it down. You can't fix it. Lay it down. 